Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the DNBA show from the DNVR Nuggets, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. So many ways to play, so many ways to win when you're playing with DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Brendan Vogt. I, I know, yeah, I was... Are you uh, your own air Let's go. I'm Brendan Vogt. Go, uh, Adam Mares is somewhere. Fired, right? Yeah, I think we fired him. <laughs> Tough times. Harrison got married, which is like I don't know what's longer, Harrison's wedding or the 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 Johnny Depp trial. It's just been like two weeks of Harrison getting married. <laughs> but uh, I don't know when he's coming home, but he's not here yet. So I've got some homies with me. Uh, a usual, a regular, mm. D-Line mm. Co. Eric Company. Also That's right. Known as Eric. That's right. I like how you framed it as though I'm not only part of the show, but also a guest. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love that. I hear I am guest uh, appearing on the show that I've done 8,000 times. You know what's kind of funny about that? Like, technically, you all, like... It matters, be that's true. It's true. You're like Eric. Do you want to be on the Nugget show? And then that just never stopped happening. Yeah, yeah. I would be like, should I come on? And then I just kept coming on. And then I stopped asking. And here I am. You don't even get paid for it. Wow. This is. I, I've got to I'll look see. in the mirror. The man in the mirror and I need to have a, a conversation tonight. Anyway, uh, great to be here, guys. Speaking of the man <laughs> from DNVR bets and also my boss, I have so many bosses that I, I do shows with. Uh, it's Andre Simone, everyone. What's your deal? Some touchy subjects already for the boss. Uh, Adam's alleged firing. That's right. Harrison's extended <laughs> wedding. Woo. And Eric not being compensated for his appearances on the pod. You guys really, really have me by the balls in That's this right. one. Oh, what, a, what a way to intro Tough. this thing. Tough. Yeah. And I'd like a raise, too, but we'll talk about that <laughs> off air, Andre. Sign me up. Yeah. Well, listen, there's a fair amount to talk about today. We were originally going to talk about the Josh Kroenke presser. That didn't happen. Mm. So stay on standby for that, folks. Uh, your light is on. It's been pointed out. Oh, no. <laughs> such a good start. Uh, yeah, we were going to talk about Josh Kroenke, but he didn't speak. So we're going to adjust, and we are going to talk about the NBA Finals, my beloved Boston Celtics. We've got some movement in the NBA draft odds and uh, some mock draft stuff to take a look at. So we got Andre with us, and we're ready to dive I thought we were going to just it. treat Andre as Josh Kroenke and ask him the questions we would Let's have asked it. him. Oh, yeah. man, that'd be uh, amazing. Andre, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, being the son of Stan Kroenke? Go ahead. It's I'll, really I'll it's <laughs> really great. I'm not sure you guys okay. can understand what, sure. what the advantages in being a billionaire are versus wow. not being one. They uh, do seem to fly over my head <laughs> um, because you guys won't spend any of that money. What's up with that? I know, I know. It's a tough one, but equity is just something we're not going to do. Uh, my dad barely gives me equity, so why would we give any to Tim? Cole? I love it. I love it. Pettiness in business. I love no it. No doubt. No doubt. All right, let's get into the, the nitty and gritty here, the meat on the bone. I don't know if you've noticed... The Boston Celtics are in the NBA Finals. You're going to have a hard time avoiding that in headlines, podcasts, general conversation, pretty much anywhere you go because uh, Boston sports is pervasive and uh, toxic. It's like a leech. I hate it very much. So So I have a question for my panelists here (laughs) and for you, the chat. Uh, How much... Does this Boston hate that I exude, that I talk about, Mm -hmm. if at all, does this register with you guys? Because for me, it's regional. Okay, I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. So some of the way you guys talk about the Lakers here, the big bad coastal empire, that's how I feel about the Celtics. And I hate them. Uh, Mm. Eric, you lived in Boston. I did. Do you feel any of this? None. Zero percent. Oh, okay, cool. I don't. uh, So I felt this with the Patriots, uh, Mm. but the... 
when I lived in Boston, the Celtics, although they won one championship when I was there, they were generally down pretty bad. Right. Um, Sounds great. They weren't oh, really, and, they, the and it's been a long time since the Boston media machine has been really in full throat behind the Celtics. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. to me, they just seem like a kind of a cool, like, you know, original squad. They've got the old branding that I appreciate, and they just feel like a foundational part of the NBA. And they've been like so, they've been like fairly irrelevant for a while, uh, relative speaking. Um, so, it, like, they, they, and plus everything that happens on the East Coast, like, I just don't, yeah. I don't. Like, you know what I mean? I've got the anti-East Coast. It just doesn't like, make its way yeah, into I just your don't radar. I just don't care. What say you, Andre? Yeah, I'm kind of torn because I definitely have some Boston hate. It feels like uh, from a media standpoint, it's really annoying how everyone thinks we give a shit. We don't. Spoiler alert. We don't care. Preaching. Um, there's. I, I just think there's a media coverage to fan base. The equation is off. Yeah. The equation's far off. So. That that annoys the hell out of me. I also really loved that period of time where we went from did Brad Stevens, Danny Ainge, and the Celtics build the greatest team ever in that offseason where they signed Kyrie and Gordon Hayward to like, oh, they blew it. Right. That that window never right. even opened and we were all wrong. That was such a sweet spot, and I hate that we've now yeah, they were remedied all... that. And it's like, Jason Tatum's going to be the NBA's next great superstar. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they were always the team that had the uh, the quiver with so many arrows. They had a million right. draft picks. They so had everything well in front yeah. of them, and like nothing ever came of it until now. Now it's the greatest thing, though. The, all yeah. we're not talking about eh. the Celtics. We're not talking. We're talking about how. Brendan Vogt made his personal brand about uh, going around the association purely so he could slander the Celtics and specifically Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum for the entire season. I can't believe it's worked out this way. It's so joyous (laughs) for me personally to watch this unfold, to dip inside the brain of Brendan Vogt and watch him not being with him, but feeling like we're together as he's melting down, watching whatever's happening in front. When... Jason Tatum was awarded the first ever Larry Bird <laughs> MVP trophy of the Eastern Conference Finals. I laughed more than I've ever laughed was he in my the life. Best Celtic about, in that series? It, it doesn't matter. Jalen Brown? Really doesn't matter. Uh, by all rights, Jimmy Butler should have won that, although I'm happy for him to not win it after that mm. shot selection he You're had. You're telling me. Um, so. But when it was awarded to Jason Tatum, my soul left my body, mm-hmm. and I could tell that Brendan Vogt lost mm-hmm. minimum yeah. five years of his life. Here's Sucks. the thing. This is, at, well, to Andre's point about the get ready for 10 years of Celtics being shoved down your throat, oh. and then it didn't happen, and it so felt great. like this season, here comes Eric, get ready to drink, was the nadir. Oh! Remember January of this season? It's like, hey, they can't play together. Yeah. trade those guys. Yeah. Brad Stevens ran away to the front office. Like yeah. it just looked like this was um it just looked like this was done and uh and now it's not. And so now we have to pretend that uh <laughs> he's not shooting 25% every other night. He can't just be very good. He's got to be the most complete player oh. in in the world. The, here's the one thing that I will say that I'm on I'm on ba- I'm on board sad. with you is that that they're going to there's going to be a faction a large faction. I like like to call them the media mm-hmm. that uh, will use Jason Tatum to come for Nikola Jokic. Yeah, no, that it's part's cool. gonna suck. This is my nightmare. I did. Luckily, the only thing that would make this worse if it was happening during like I don't know. Let's say a lost year of contending for the Nuggets. Oh my god! Some factors out of their control. Um, it's driving me insane. By the way, Dev, I'm not wrong. That's the worst part of this playoff run from Tatum. It's so validating for me. He's been very good. We just close our eyes for half the series and forget when he shoots 30% from the field. Then we got to talk about how he's the next MVP the next day. Anyway, we'll move on because I could talk about this for three hours. Oh, dude, well, let's you, talk about the you guys itself. hate the awards. Yeah, I do. I don't. Uh, I don't we're, feel we're giving anymore. awards for best player in a conference finals. What this what? does? What the awards do? If you don't know, what the awards are, are they are more bullet points that you can use to argue a player's ultimate greatness. You need to have it's rings culture. So you can say like, oh, he won seven Larry Birds. He got a right, MVP of the finals. If you say that, you're telling on yourself. I'm just telling you, like that's what we're this setting is. that up as a device in 12 years. Right, this right, will right. happen to fi- find 
the scammers. Because as soon as you say, you mention how many Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP awards he won, boom, you told on yourself. Now your argument's incorrect. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm just telling you now, having lived in the NBA uh, sphere uh, now yeah. long enough, there the only way to frame any argument is with bullet points. Yeah, I underestimate how bad you guys get it. Oh, um, we get it. With being we also give it. By the, we give. We take the it's national. Just, oh yeah, we yeah, get plenty no, of this. We, as get, well. we oh, get. Oh, I know. I know. I, you I guys actually, have. These are prisons of your own demise in many, many ways. I making, get it. Absolutely. We built these prisons it. on I, rock and roll. I agree with Andre and this comment here from Justin McConnell. Like, does anyone really care about a conference finals MVP? No, no I, I really no don't. Well, it's the first. This is the first iteration. No, I get it. I'm just saying. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe we'll come to care about it. Maybe we'll come I, to care. Just, whatever, dude. There's a regular season MVP. And then you know what the trophy is in the playoffs? The, the trophy? The, the trophy. Yeah. The finals, the one, the one that you win the championship. Yeah, win the one you the earn versus the one that is voted on. Yeah, so are we gonna, so let's that. just talk. Are we going to talk about just the the, the the what's happening in the NBA in general? The the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, let's talk about the series. So, because actually, Eric, you talk to us because you've been on Golden State all oh, postseason. Oh, bro, I, and listen, here they are. I've been in, on Warriors Golden State. I, I went on the show with Andre Simone, mm. who asked me NBA futures. I said bet it all on Golden State midway through the season. I did too. Um, Golden State is that this is like so bizarre to me that every I mean people are now on it but like it was so bizarre to me where everyone's like not like wholly in on Golden State and I'm like what are you talking they do they they are the most dominant team offensively uh, from a skill standpoint that we've ever seen and they were away for two years because artificially they were down because Clay Thompson was right now they're back like what do you mean they're not good anymore? Like, I don't understand. What are you talking about? Like, th so now the scariest thing is that they just fully reformed to enter yeah. the playoffs. And now they're just getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. I, if Golden State loses this playoffs, loses the finals to, to Boston, I will eat my hat. This you, hat. You'll eat your hat. I will eat this hat. I will cover it. In, I will slather it in mustard, which I don't even appreciate. Like, no, you know what? I'm going straight ketchup. I don't care. I bet CHGO will have problems with the way I'll, I eat my hat. But I'll just put ketchup all over and I'll go to town. Golden State Warriors yeah. are the bet. Like, it, that's the other thing is that the the Celtics are a small team. The, these are two small teams that are matching up yeah, in the NBA are. playoffs. We have Time Lord, but he's I'd like I don't consider him an actual factor. I guess he's oh, a I he's do. a good I defender. I mean, he is a very good defender. Yeah. He, whatever. Point being, like, uh, he's not a dominant offensive force. Like you, that's what you always worry about with Golden State, and that's what I thought was going to happen with the Nuggets with Jokic and Boogie that we'd be able to really exploit the uh, inside play of the Golden State Warriors. But they're just so good on the outside that you just can't do anything, man. What say you, Andre? How do you feel about Golden State? I, I mean, I did not see this coming because after Duran and you didn't know what you'd expect from Clay, but I certainly think uh, it's been remarkable where they're at. And I uh, I wish I would have taken your advice, Eric. I instead took one Adam Morris's advice and Dude, bet on the Suns to win. Here's the thing about listening to uh, Adam Morris is he will make <clears throat> you feel so dumb for going against him. And he is wrong all the goddamn time. We should time. track it more. We really he should. He's wrong constantly. He'll be like, oh, I don't know. In fact, we need to bring up the clip where I first oh, I first started one. the playoffs, and I was I like, he's one. like, what are the takeaways? I'm like, this, that the Golden State Warriors back. He's like, oh, I don't know about that. Where are you now, Adam? Where are you now? Yeah, they're, they're getting you know, he would, on. You know what getting he was telling me? Adam Morris told me that the reason that I should not believe it, and he could tell that I wasn't paying attention, is because Gary Payton Jr. was out. And so that was what's going to Talk make your me, shit, bro. Was going to make it difficult <laughs> here. for the Golden State Warriors because oh, of Gary Payton Jr.'s oh. uh, absence. Not, he wasn't really taking into consideration Jordan Poole, uh, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, but Gary Payton Jr. was going to be the reason for the uh, Warriors' demise. Dude, NBA discourse is so funny because you just go through these cycles of, like, okay, this 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 micro scale point yeah. seems really really That's important. Dude, yeah. and then and then you're just like, by yeah. the end of the year, you're just like, all right, <laughs> yeah. who are their best players? And this are they is healthy? what, dude, so this true. this is what this season was for the Denver Nuggets. We were missing their our top level talent, and like all we were doing was talking about Bryn Forbes. Where Bryn Forbes does not matter if you have. Jamal Murray and you have Michael Porter Jr. When you have the top level talent at the end of the day, like in these playoffs games, you see uh, Eric Spolster, I think, played eight guys for yeah. the entire game. It really comes down to who has the best player, who has the second best player, and who has the third best player, and how can you just like go around between those three? Luka Doncic could have shot every shot for his team in 
with that 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 well, uh, and exploiting matchups and shit. Right? Yes, but it's it's not like it's not as nuanced as you want it to be. The regular season is very nuanced. Yeah, I think you might be right. Boston's an interesting team in this regard, which I hate to admit because honestly, no, not even just doing a bit. Like I think Jason Tatum is one of the fifteen best players alive, probably one of the twelve or ten, but he's not one of the five in my opinion. Oh no, doubt. and that team I think is is buoyed a little bit more by just tremendous role players and team defense than stardom than yeah. some of these other yes. groups. At the same time, to Eric's point, that also might be why I'm going to pick a Golden State. I uh, think for I sure. trust one of those three guys to show up every night a little bit more. Totally, man. Um, Andre, just looking at this thing from an odd standpoint. Yeah. Uh, Warriors are favorites to win the series here. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, I just lost it. I think it's like minus 125 or something. Yeah, they're minus 150 to win the um, the whole shebang. I'm trying to find you some series lines here. The most likely outcome, Warriors in seven, which seems ambitious. Uh, then Celtics in six, Warriors in five. Which is what I'm leaning towards. I don't think, you know, like uh, Ryan was giving out Warriors minus one and a half. So that's a, a sweep five or six games. Um, six. You're going to hit that. And it, yeah, it just seems like the experience, the more high end, like God mode they can go to. Dude, yeah. Um, it's disgusting when they get going. Absolutely. And I mean, the, the vets they have, like no one has a Draymond the Celtics don't have a Draymond in the trenches to go to like Mm. in a tough timeout in crunch time at the end of a finals game. That's a huge advantage for me that the Celtics just don't have that finals experience. And like, I'm maybe not as sold on the warriors as Eric is, but for this series, for this playoff run, given the competition they had, yeah, I'm pretty sold dude. Just the the simple fact that the amount of fuck around that exists in the Golden State Warriors. I know that's during the, the playoffs. Yeah, crazy. They're yes. like they're it's like you point. can like beat them by fifty. They're it's like a great. <laughs> okay, they'll start dancing with your. Uh, they they do not care. They are yeah, so yeah, deeply true. unaffected. That's true. And when the like in the Memphis series when they lost that game by thirty or whatever they like they were like whatever we'll just yeah. win it at home it's fine mm-hmm. and then they just won it at home the the thing with the Golden State Warriors is that like you're like oh cool we shut down Curry we didn't account for. Uh, for Wiggins like yeah. what do you mean Andrew Wiggins is now killing us I know what do you mean Jordan Poole is now killing us I know. what do you mean uh like what do you mean uh Kevon Looney right. is now killing us? Loon dog just went off on us for 20 yeah you're in trouble I know I do think the one that's the one factor that you know I actually do want to say dubs and five not just jokingly yeah 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 but you're the Warriors, you just have to account for at least one game of them being so unserious. So deeply unserious. Just like point. 15 turnovers in the second quarter just because we point. felt like trying. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah. uh, we were trying to get some like cool uh, social content during this game. And that can actually be their undoing. Like we've seen that before. We've seen that before. But I do think if they, if they limit the unforced turnovers. Yeah. They're like, if they, don't, if they stop trying to make passes that'll look good on TikTok, like they'll crush them. I also the think, other thing is they're maybe shallower. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, Tatum goes out. The Celtics are pretty screwed as well. But Dude, they, they, you, who's shallower? The Warriors. No. Like, you know, one of the old dogs gets a bum ankle. All of a sudden, we're talking about a different series. I don't know about that. you got to get two, three guys out before it's a different series. Be interested to see how healthy Boston is. Let's not too. forget about Gary Payton Jr. That's right. <laughs> Let us not forget. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh eric who do you like in this series dude i go you, you see, State, I, even I, with the odds and draft I, I go golden states golden state and six i i give the celtics two games because they can go off too they watching this last series between miami and the celtics which are two of the exact same team um and just they would just trade blows one of them would get super hot then the other one would get super hot right one would get super hot and they just it, it, they couldn't maintain uh that level they couldn't like they would just have games where they were just like unable to hit shots and they were vulnerable and dead. Um, and that is not going to be great against the Warriors. I also watched yeah. like the weird like cl- like Boston the way they play defense. They like they kind of like hunker down and cluster. And Golden State is going to spread them out and scramble them like they've not been scrambled before. And I was watching like you can't even watch clips of these two teams matching up during this year because they didn't have Clay Thompson. It's a completely different dynamic. Like um 
I just don't I don't know what they can do. Like I watch Marcus Smart like follow Curry, run into guys, everyone's sort of moving around and they're like, Oh, that's great defense, but I'm like all right, he'll just pass it to Clay, who's then open, yeah. and he'll hit it. Or he'll pass it to Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins. Or I'm just come on, not convinced Boston's half-court offense is good enough. It's just so much, hey, does Jalen or Jason have it tonight? Yeah, and and totally. That's why I think they're not great front runners. Like, that team gets out by 20, you still feel in the game. Like, they, they're going to force some early shot clock, bad one-on-one shots and all that. But, look, here's the, here's the, the truth. I've underestimated Boston every step of the way this season. True. And here they are in the finals and would not be totally surprised if they F around and win it. Before we hit a break, who do we think yeah. the five yeah. best players are in this series? Number one, Steph Curry. I mm-hmm. agree with this. Number two, Clay Thompson. Wow. Really? You don't think so? I this version yeah. of Clay Thompson, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna have I'm gonna I, put Tatum I, too. But I, it's your list. It's not mine. List. I, what is what has Jason Tatum done? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I mean, his best nights in the playoffs, he's been you know, thirty-five and five with stellar defense on the other end. Yeah, you know, Clay Thompson really has done good. that for years in this league. Yeah, just this version of Clay just, Thompson. For well, me, just why he's going to get better. He's just he's okay. like still ramping up. So I go to me the, the the two Splash Brothers are represent individually the best players and the best combination of players. Then I go Tatum, then I go Brown, Jalen Brown, then yeah, I go then I yeah. go Draymond or Jordan Poole or. Andrew Wiggins, what do you think? What do you think, Trey? Gosh, that's interesting. <clears throat> to some extent, <clears throat> it's almost hard because there's such a different. Like usually when we do these games, it's more like who would you build a franchise around? Which sure. arguably Tatum's number one on that list, ahead of anyone. Uh, he is only twenty. But yeah, like the guy I trust today How? in a seven-game series, right? It's definitely Steph. <clears throat> yeah, it's not Clay right now. It's Tatum probably too. But I mean. I think Eric makes a decent case. I think after that, you get into Draymond Marcus Smart conversations because I think those guys are such anchors defensively. No no disrespect to Jalen Brown, but I just think the impact and importance going into this series, that's where you're at. Um, and I mean, it, like, we're letting out some big hitters. These are big, deep I, teams. Like, these yes. are really talented deep yeah. teams. The only thing is that we're kind of out of Celtics already. Daniel Tice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I do like I do like a lot of the Celt like Grant Will- Grant Williams, Derek White, like Al Horford. These, these are, are role th- players that can win. These are these are these Horford's a big one. Of these are like too. stalwarts, but they're not like they're not like ma- individually massive impact players. What they do, they represent like a uh, you know just a a strong defense together. Those are players that work together well defensively. But the crazy thing is, is that Golden State has a great defensive team too. So. Um, I, I I don't know. I just can't. I, Vote from a basketball standpoint. In the first year in forever where we have two legit centers competing for the MVP award, it seemed like maybe the pendulum was just swinging a little back to like semi-normal basketball yeah. where one through five matters. Do you? How much do you read into the positionless teams with all the wings getting? Back I think to we're the in finals? a period right now with the NBA where you can sort of selectively look at evidence and kind of convince yourself trends yeah, are in and right, out every six right. months. Because there, I do think there is, even though it's resulted in a lot of non-competitive games, I do think the parity is is real right now. And I think, like based on who's injured, you know, I mean, if if if. I don't think Philly gets there. So let's just do the Denver thing. If Denver's healthy, is anyone totally surprised if Jokic is playing in the finals? No, no right? No, so not at all. I think it's kind of too easy right now to look at it and see what you want. When in reality, I, my, I really think, you know, injuries and matchups are probably telling us more about who's in the finals and why. Yeah, and no okay. Yeah, the, and it's, I mean, the, the teams with dominant big men have, are on flawed teams currently. True. Right? Like these two squads represent teams that were built correctly they were built organically they were like yeah sort of built really with true. a purpose um and they have like the right complementary pieces i mean Jokic is his the team that he plays on the denver nuggets the flaw Perfect. is that everyone's hurt it's a pretty big flaw <laughs> yeah it's gonna uh, hold you back it's yeah great. it's a good by the way daniel waters i did see your point eric just made it in the chat that the celtics actually are like a team that's built the right way. Yeah. In a vacuum, they're super easy to root for. I even like a lot of players on their team. I even kind of like Jason Tatum. I know. But 
But um, a, bra- a brand is a brand. A brand is a brand, and I've sworn <laughs> an oath. I, it's I've sworn an oath, and I'm a man. I'm a man of my word. Yeah, uh, okay, guys, I, I we should sell admission to our per, our private Slack channel during these games. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I am talking to myself. <laughs> why? Because fuck. Brendan will Brendan will type something inflammatory. No one responds. He goes it again. Third time, unclear if he thinks we. Do you, I don't even know if you think we're paying attention. Don't care. Do you yeah. care? Do don't not care. care. Not. Okay. It's for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what's for you? Love you know what's that. for all the people of Colorado? Breckenridge Brewery, Let's the go. official yeah. beer of DNVR, and uh, Breckenridge Brewery, the hometown craft beer of your Colorado Avalanche, is celebrating this historic winning season with people who have supported the community through a, such a challenging year. They're gifting Avs tickets to a pair of community stars each home game during the playoffs. Uh, we invite you to nominate a stellar community member and Avs fan who should get the chance to celebrate at a playoff game this season. Each home game, we will hook up. They will hook up a fan and friend with tickets, gear to match, and of course, the drink of the season, the Avalanche Ale. Visit BreckBrew.com to nominate a community star and send them to an Avs playoffs game. Now, whether you are in the building or not, you can store, still get in on this playoff cup chase with Breckenridge Brewery, with the Avs, thanks to their score two for a brew deal with the Avalanche Amber Ale. Eric, what is better than the Avs scoring two goals in the first period? Uh, You getting an Avalanche Amber Ale for free. That's correct. Good guess. Surprisingly accurate guess. That is verbatim what I had written down. Really? That's just the way that I feel. Yeah. It just lines up with the Avenue. That's crazy. (laughs) On game day, start your Avs game with an Avalanche Amber Ale at any bar or restaurant. Save that receipt. If the Avs score two or more goals in the first period, Breck Brew will pay for your beer via rebate. Wow, that's super cool. Shout out, Breck Brew. We love you guys. Rebate, Uh, rebate, rebate. Best ways to support DNVR is by supporting our homies. Breckenridge Brew. So they are the homies. Um, speaking of homies. That's really well said, huh? This guy, man. He's, he loves I agree homies. with everything he's saying. It's really well and, said. Uh, the, the worst part is that he read most of it, but all oh, the same. He did? What? Fooled <laughs> <laughs> <Old> me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys come up with those ad reads off the top of your head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Really, I mean, that's I'm the like, only way we uh, we teach. The basketball can be taught, yeah. right? But an ad we read call like them, that on Breck Brew that that's natural talent. That we call them, yeah, we call them ad reads, but they're really ad makeups. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, so sorry well to all the sponsors <laughs> all the time. Uh, speaking of the sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sports book. Uh, wants you to get in on the NBA playoff action, which oh, is yeah. non-top, non-stop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. But look, most of you listening and watching are not new customers. You've been rocking with DraftKings for a while. You can still look to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total three maids, total rebounds, under on Tatum points, so many options. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout right now all customers can play same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit which seems to be every time that I bet a parlay that's right terrible parlay download the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app now use promo code How DMVR bet $5 on any NBA team to win their their game and get $100 $150 in free bets if they do that's promo code DNVR only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older Colorado only new customers only minimum $5 deposit restrictions do apply see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details do you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and we're back uh tim Connolly, guys introductory press conference with the minnesota timberwolves i can't believe you could i couldn't even bring myself to watch that i only watched a little bit of it it was a little sad um dude i encourage everyone to watch it for yourself make your own takeaways um mine uh tim seemed a little sad (laughs) there's a guy that was not happy to leave you guys are making me happy. I don't know why you're saying it's sad, because votes report on it before the pod made me happy. Well, listen, hold on. Uh, even if there's some amount of like, oh, he still loves us, like he still like he still broke up with us. Like we you you basically just like watched the broadcast of your ex girlfriend's wedding. Yeah. That's that's a good point. I don't want to watch that. But and, and Eric, she seems really she's sad. still thinking of us. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, but then she's sleeping in the bed of that dude. Like, uh, you know, I mean, so I be it. Her free agent signings were never that great, anyways. Unbelievable. But in more uh, terrible, <laughs> in other germane sort of takeaways from the Nuggets' perspective, Tim did cite an aggressive commitment, a promise of an aggressive commitment from ownership, like to, to all of basketball operations. Right, the stuff we talk about. 
that's lacking here in Denver. He definitely cited that as something that was appealing as he considered that offer. Uh, Mark Lohr said that their goal is to make that a first-rate basketball organization, full stop. Um, so Minnesota's going through an evolution of sorts. Yeah. And then final note before we can move on, uh, Glenn Taylor did touch on the equity situation. He said it's basically a bonus structure. The better the t- team does over the course of Tim's tenure, um, the more equity he will acquire. But uh, Tim, hit, that was it in terms of specifics. And then Tim oh. declined to comment on the nature of the of that structure. So there we go. There's a little bit of insight into the equity window. Hmm. I mean, it is a young team that won over 40 games last year. So you're gambling on that to some extent, but boy, that is a, that's ballsy, man. Yeah. That's ballsy. That's the other thing about this. I mean, there are like a lot of different ways to look at it as a Nuggets fan and be frustrated for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the lack of an early extension. Sure. It's cast against this background of what do they spend on? Right. But it's also true that this deal from Minnesota is insane. Like it's a risk. You know, for sure, uh, it's a risk. No, that yeah. that is the thing is that uh, when you're the the Nuggets are essentially like dealing with a crazy person. And you're right, like, right. you're like, uh, what do you mean? Like, you'll offer your leg? Like, don't you need your leg? And they're like, no, no, I'll give you my leg. And you're like, well, I can't offer my leg. <laughs> yeah, because, like you're so. Stan, Stan, how do you feel about giving up a leg? Okay, all right, sorry. Right, <laughs> so it's it's tough because. Uh, again, like Minnesota Timberwolves in ownership group, they're coming in. They want to make a splash. Yeah. They don't really know what this looks like. They're brand new to this. Right. The Minnesota Timberwolves are their sole focus as far as ownership is concerned, and probably in a lot of ways as business is concerned. Um, not the case with the Cronkies. They have a great many number of organizations. This is true. Uh, lots of things. Buildings, uh, properties, uh, holdings, uh, Walmart, uh, a variety of things that maybe take center stage in their focus oftentimes. And so it's brutal that the guy, like, it's just like the rich kid came to town and, like, wanted your girlfriend. Yeah. And you're like... But we love each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I got this dope house. And you're yeah, like, yeah. I can't offer a house. I'm He's like, I'm a kid. Picking her up in a convertible. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's exactly like Now that, that now I think of, about it, my, yeah. my ex-girlfriend is a little loose, dude. A little, <laughs> little easy. Um, and again, just personally for me, you know, speak for you guys, not trying to change my position until like, I understand why we ended up where we ended up. It just both of these things can be true at once, that the Wolves are getting very aggressive. And that was my takeaway listening to the new ownership group talk. Like they are taking this Tim acquisition and saying to their fans, "Look, we are taking this seriously. We yep. we view we value Tim that way. There is virtually no price we wouldn't spend yeah. to get a guy like that. They've just spent on their practice facility. This is a team that's trying to take an evolution of sorts, and it's leaving me with a yeah. bit of jealousy. Yeah, you know <laughs> why? Yeah, because they recognize what owning an NBA franchise is. It is a blank check to the universe." The amount of money you can generate with the NBA is unlimited. And that's the frustrating part, again, with the Kroenke group, is that they just have so many things that are more... They're involved in the NFL, which is, if the NBA is a blank check, the uh, NFL is a blank bank. Like, there's zero amount of money you cannot make with the... Yeah. Like, that, that that thing goes up by billions every single year, essentially. Um, well, especially when you have your own stadium... Yes. That you were able to build and right. own, so anything, own outright in the second be- biggest city in Los in, Angeles. So anything that happens the with the Nuggets yeah. is like, okay, cool. Like now we made a billion and two hundred thousand. Sure, like, who ca- they don't care. Why, why would they care? But if I may play just uh, devil's advocate please, for a second, please, please, please. Part of this sounds a little bit like the Gary Payton conversation you were mocking earlier, <laughs> where it's like, are we sure that? having nicer basketball facilities and having well, a commitment to winning uh matters does it does it though it matter, it is ma- that why the spurs were so great years ago because their owners were throwing a lot of money at stuff and they had invet or is it just they had good players with smart basketball people running yes. that shit but the thing that you have to take into consideration is the free agent side of this world 
the I know, but Minnesota, to, San Antonio, Denver, we're on the same boat. It doesn't right. matter how good our teams even are. But the the argument that if I could play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate, please, the, I, think we're, just, the I think we're just devil. having a discussion now. <laughs> if <laughs> I could, if I could <laughs> remove myself and become a giant devil, I would say, if you were a free agent and you are or sort of in that like in some for some reason Miami or LA doesn't want you so you have to first ponder killing yourself as an NBA <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. and Naturally. then your yeah. second option is to look at these second level teams where it's like do I want to go to Minnesota do I want to go to Denver do I want to go to San Antonio at a certain point you're like what is my life going to look like like what is this franchise mm. like what is the commitment to winning there, th- that stuff I have to imagine yeah, does no, matter fair, outside fair. of just I mean I, I imagine at the end of the day, it just comes down to how much money can be offered. But yeah. you just want to, I don't know, like people yeah. are impressed by things. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. And I mean, I, I just think of like the Patriots in the NFL, which I'm, I cover a little more in depth on a day-to-day basis. Sure. And you, you see that stuff, like being able to pay your top assistants yep. bigger money and showing that loyalty is going to keep... You're maybe mid-level free agents yes. more loyal and staying. And yes. Those and margins do make a difference. I'm just like, the fa- some of this stuff is very superficial, the facilities and what no, have you. Like, and I, I would argue it barely matters at all. Drafting Tim Duncan, drafting Nikola Jokic yes. is the most important. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, of course, most, right. you're right. right. But there are teams, though. Like, What are you doing to put yourself in a position to either A, take full advantage of you have drafted Jokic, or B, make sure and Jokic is a special circumstance. Let's think about other stars in the league. They don't want to leave you. Free yeah. agents do want to yeah. come. And we just talked about this. It's true. Uh, ultimately, Tim left because of money, but it was appealing to him that the Wolves are investing in yeah. the organization. That was also a factor in Masai's departure and part of what appealed to him in Toronto. <sighs> These things matter. So an owner can put a team in a position to look appealing in ways that aren't as contingent upon who did you draft last yeah. year? You know, yeah. the yeah. controllable fact. And like, don't ever discount the amount of which uh, all of the NBA is built off of slander. Slander mm-hmm. is the foundation of the NBA. And if you go to a, or if you present yourself as a franchise that is less than, you are opened up to a great deal of slander. And you cannot refute it. People call you a secondary, a second class uh, poverty franchise. Poverty franchise, like, you know things what? like that. You're kind of right. Um, and then, uh, and to the, in the mind of the NBA athlete, uh, as in the mind of the 44 year old man that follows the NBA on Twitter, slander is important to avoid. <laughs> you want to be well, able to send it out, and you don't want to receive it as much as possible. Especially when it leads to your GM or you know vice president of basketball operations being poached with an yes right. an unforeseen deal yeah. that they could have thrown at anyone, but he was the gettable right. guy because of said slander. Like maybe yeah. the early early extension is there, and he's seen that financial commitment to the team. Yeah, maybe the that ownership kicker doesn't isn't quite as right. pushing him over the top. Right. You know, but to your larger point, Andre, like I know for a fact that the way that the Karankis look at this is that um, they need to be shown like, OK, if we build a practice facility, what does that actually does that do we win more games? Right. Because we're right. seem to be winning a lot of games in our current crappy practice facility. Are we going to practice better? <laughs> Are we? Like, it's a good yeah. point. There's a, a lot point. of that, but that's yeah. that's the stuff where you're like, this is the the disconnect that exists between and why sports is such a tricky business because there is a business side where you're like in any other business you're like yeah you do that because it makes more money or you don't do that because it doesn't make money, but there is a side to sports which is so irrational, um, which is why it's so valuable in the first place and you have to appeal to the emotional side yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah. like you have to pay into that side you can't mm-hmm. just only mm-hmm. focus on the hardcore right, business yeah. side of things because then you lose the soul and then ultimately the franchise flounders and so there's that balance that the the Cronkies seem to need to be able to to strike but say this over and over like their teams fucking win i don't know what to say like they just won the super bowl the avalanche are probably going to win the stanley cup we complain about them all the time but something that they do actually works yeah rapids with zero budget were the top seed in the west i don't understand it Um, they have the back-to-back mvp but again though then the question becomes couldn't that be extended from that year went well to this is one of the premier orgs in, in the, the league you know? in a yes. cap sport one of the few advantages you could have is your owner could just step up in areas where there isn't a cap 
and spend on general managers, coaches, yeah. practice facilities, yeah. and all those things, which is really chump change for him when he owns a $3 billion franchise, right? Like yes. spending that extra 20 here, 10 here, whatever. Right. It truly is chump change. The, 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 um, the Warriors are my biggest example of this, man. Like, it's look, the most important thing was they got those three guys and then ultimately Durant. Everything, yeah, guys. everything else really doesn't matter. But, but though, I will say this. They rose with it. They, as the Warriors became a bigger brand globally, so true, man. they spent. So true. They spent in every there area of basketball operations, yeah. and I don't know if they'll, ever, they'll win a title once Steph leaves. But I will, like the Warriors were close to a laughing stock as an organization when Steph came. They weren't in a great place. Very Nuggets esque. Yeah, like and fun fan base. They've been around a while. They've had fun moments. No history of right. sustained success. That's a None. that's a proud, elevated premier org now, yeah, and I, I yeah. will think that way even without those players. So that's if, the blank check part. Like they, that's what they. Yes. If you invest in the franchise, the payout can be exponential to a degree that you can't even fathom. What the Golden State Warriors? They now have a larger television audience by a lot than the Los Angeles Lakers. The amount of money that the Golden State Warriors are able to generate as just a brand now is just it's an, it's it's unlimited. unlimited. Well, they, I mean, Bill put it perfect. They capitalized on that window, like right, uh, maybe more so than just about anyone right. in yep. like and, and the Kronkies, global sports history. And the Cronkies could not be playing uh-uh, the Jokic uh-uh. hand any worse. Any worse, right? It, it's it's frankly kind of irrelevant whether Jokic was here or not. It's just business as usual. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that that undoubtedly is a major problem right like you couldn't you can ride this to no. people internally and externally will look at this org differently forever but so far like we've had one test in that regard and they yeah, failed it but it's yeah. like they, they, they have 10 billion they could have 10 billion and five hundred thousand. okay i actually do want to talk to andre about some of the movement in the draft odds maybe some couple predictions about how it looks up top maybe who would fit where who, who should go where yeah um and then, and then some mock drafts with the nuggets Involved. We'll do that in segment three, though, fellas. Uh, and now I'm going to do the thing they tell us to never do on this show. Let's go. Uh, here comes the ad read. Oh, here comes the, the ad makeup. Evoca <laughs> TV gets the people going, and I'm going to have to stall because my computer just died. So I'm going to pull it up now. We can talk about it. Evoca TV, $25. They have. Um, all of your local sports. You have uh, the Denver Nuggets. Are you That's familiar? Right. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche. Yes. yes. Um, the Rapids. Yep. Anything that's shown on altitude. You want to know why? Because you can all actually get yep. altitude. How about the Mammoth? TV. Yes. Oh, when wow. they are Holy played cow. on. Uh, here's how it works. You can watch altitude. That's sick. Whoa. And now, so that might seem particularly in Denver? relevant. Yes. In Whoa. this climate? In Denver and Colorado Springs. I'm oh, glad my gosh. Asked. So... Yeah, don't miss the rest of this abs run. Don't miss uh, the Nuggets climb back to relevance and health next season. And don't miss us, because when you get Evoca, you get DNVR. We got a channel now on Evoca channel TV, on which is absolutely hilarious. Don't know why they did that. By the way, first programming to ever air on that was a post-game show after an abs playoffs win. So it was just Rudo without a shirt on. Oh, wow. So they, you're welcome, Ivanka. Yeah, that's ouch. you're welcome. <laughs> they immediately reneged on the deal. Yeah, yeah um, rightfully so. Good for that. Hey, if you want to imagine what that looks like? It's basically like this, <laughs> except for more flesh colored. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. similar but different. And somehow even fewer inhibitions. <laughs> How do you get this? You go to Ivanka.tv, Ivanka.tv slash DNVR, and also use a promo code DNVR. You get ten dollars off your first three months. That's only fifteen dollars per month for the first three months plus. Yeah. Receiver, no contracts, no hidden TVs. Evoca TV, they get the people going and they get the nuggets on your television. Wanna uh, wanna, don't you wanna get high? Well, now you can. Thanks to Lightshade and Wanna Optimal's yeah. fast asleep products. Do you need to catch up on some shut eye? After the big game, sometimes it's hard to go to sleep after your favorite team mm. score is, I don't know, let's say like a series clincher in the final three seconds I of a know. game and how are you gonna uh, go to sleep finally after that go to the conference finals how do you sleep well you take wana optimal's fast asleep gummies and where do you find wana at colorado's premier dispensary lightshade well where do you find lightshade there's 11 convenient locations in the denver metro and aurora locations including the barnum location which is now open one block off six and federal it's their biggest one it has their biggest selection of products including wana and most importantly Podcast listeners can get 25% when they do what, Eric? Uh, when they walk in, look the bud tender square in the eyes, look deep into their soul, and scream, DNVR! 
Um, they love that. And, and, they, and then they'll, they'll kick into, into into attention, and they'll give you 25% off, and then ask you to leave politely. Yep. And we're back. That's right, Rob. <laughs> we are actually going to talk about what this show was titled for. Sorry, I didn't know the Tim Presser, Tim Connolly Presser was going to happen. We didn't know that the Denver Nuggets were a subject we wanted to talk about all the time. Didn't know the Josh Cronkey Presser wasn't going to happen. You know how we do it here? We do it live. Uh, and now we've got Andre Simone live it. to talk to us about some movement in the draft odds. Andre, take over. And I hope you're ready to. because Take that's, over because we're leaving. Yeah, that's what I put in the <laughs> All rundown. right. Just Dev, Solo camp. Dev and I, Dev in the chat and me, you're going to take this show from here. Sounds great. Um, yeah, the, the big thing is we now have odds for all of the top five picks. Okay. So that's fun. Everyone assumes Jabari Smith will be the pick at one. Fine, fine. And thus, if that happens, Chet Holmgren's the pick at two. Okay. Everyone's fine. Jabari, then Chet. Who would and you take? God. You're the magic. Remember that. If, if I were to guess who the magic would take. Who would you take? A team that's had a fetish for length I know. for God knows how They're long. It would, it would be the freak Chet. I also... I don't know why the NBA doesn't do that. I want some shoulder width measurements. Oh. I need shoulder width measurements. Like so <laughs> what for? To know like no, a no, nine from inch? this shoulder to the other oh. shoulder. I need to know and I, I need to have like a database with like what was KD's shoulder width? What was KG's shoulder You know width? who has wide shoulders? All these skinny guys from back in the days. Me. Two two guys with wide shoulders, Jason Tatum, Bones Highland. Mm. Tatum does have very wide shoulders. Yoke. Uh, Yoke is just, I mean, he's just big though. He's just like, big. that's like proportionate. Yeah, like the, the, those two have like extremely wide shoulders. You know what? Mm. You're right. We got to measure these MPJ shoulders. MPJ deceptively wide where shoulders. Do you, where do you start and stop the measurement? Narrow hips though, MPJ. <laughs> I, I won't, I, I promise, I told my, I promised my wife before this going out the home. Corner. I wasn't going to get into hip width. He's got today, low hips. Okay? He's got I low hips. wasn't going to do it. <laughs> if it was me, I might just take Paolo at one. Really? Wow. Yeah, if I'm the magic, I just might take the Italian. Oh, there it is. Oh, I missed this, by the way. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you, Leo Clayman. Jonathan Gavoni reporting it's a done deal. Uh, it's a done the magic deal. Magic Smith. Yeah. Smith. There you go. And yet you can still bet on it. Minus 255. It's That's a, free it's money, a done apparently. deal. That is free money. I might take Paolo just because... Uh, that's exactly who the Magic have craved forever. A guy who can create offense. He's also like 6'10", 230, and I moves I know. really, like, is crazy smooth on offense. What position do you think he plays? Four? 2K, yeah. 2K lists him as a center, and it's like, I get why they do it, but he's not a center. Well, like in this series, he'd play, like in this final series, oh, yeah, he'd be a center on those teams, right? Kind of. I mean, I'm just saying size-wise. Sure, like, yeah. he'd be he's the biggest a dude, dude on like the court. Saying, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's probably more of a like playmaking three though, is what how I see. Are it. you anticipating this to go like Small pretty chalk four. through the top five? That's what Vegas is telling us with these odds or DraftKings Sportsbook because like Paolo's minus six fifty to go third overall, Chet's minus two fifty five to go second overall, and Jabari's minus two fifty five to go first overall. So that's really set and forget. We're assuming the Kings won't screw up at fourth overall. Mm. Like, have you followed draft history? Assuming the Kings won't screw up. Can I bet on them not getting the pickoff in time? Yeah, right. Oh, Just like, or forgetting what day <laughs> yeah. it was. By the way, what happens if you don't get the pickoff in time? I think you lose your pick. Do you just lose your pick. We saw Does that happen Adam in the Silver NFL. Make it for you. We had that. We saw that happen in the NFL. Not last year, but the year before. There was, I believe, two. Right, two. Two teams like allowed their time to go by and they didn't get their pick in. You can like jump in later. Um, it's nuts. Jaden Ivey is the favorite to go fourth overall. The mm. dynamic, intriguing guard out of Purdue. Um, that seems a little more up in the air. Someone like Keegan Murray, do it all power forward out of Iowa plus 600 could be a sneaky uh, option at that pick. And Shaden Sharp, who's kind of the landmine in the whole early lottery the kentucky guy whose draft profile reminds me a little bit of mpj coming out minus the injuries maybe a few more on court issues um could also be a factor in so this. give us give us the the tastiest little uh betting treat that you foresee coming tastiest the, little like what, betting what, what, treat. what's the the thing that you think might like is there a parlay is it, can we combine those top five like, oh, we can't combine the top five we will have that option uh as we get closer i think a assuming that the Kings screw this up and don't take jade and ivy 
phenomenal odds. Keegan Murray plus 600. Yesterday in the chat, when I mentioned this to you guys, I pointed out fifth overall, Dyson Daniels could be had to go fifth overall at plus 3,000. Yesterday when I told you that to today, that's gone from plus 3,000 to plus 600. Whoa. So I gave out a lot of value there. I hope you all jumped on that. Um, I did not. So, yeah, I I always watch the bet show and I'm like, this show's great. Love their energy. They seem to win a lot. And then I never take your advice. And then I lose all of my bets. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start actually taking notes when I watch when I watch that. show. Um, Yeah, you got to. You got to take the notes. So from the top five, that would be my juiciest. I think Dyson Daniels fifth overall is really intriguing. I think you could sprinkle Keegan Murray. Fifth overall or fourth overall and feel good about that as well. Charles Pinster was wondering if Murray could sneak into the top three. Probably not, right? That's too much. Be tough. Be tough. Someone would have to really screw that. There is talk that the Thunder might be interested in Jaden Ivey. Plus 4,000 right now to go second overall. That might be more of a trade-down type deal. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how does that work? Like, what if... If somebody like, for example, Donovan Mitchell is selected by, oh, I don't know, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. But he's immediately traded. Does I guess that his initial where he was drafted is what you're counts. betting on the pick number. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, not the team. Thanks you for taking us back through team. that though. And if you remember, the Nuggets went on to take Tyler Lydon. <laughs> And if you remember, the Jazz went on to do absolutely nothing with both Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. None of this matters. You've been arguing about nothing. The team's going to implode. They're going to trade both of the or one or both of them away. And That's a good point. Who cares? Sad. You know what's actually really funny Sad. about that? It's just the OG thing because you go like, is Donovan for sure better than Jamal? No. no. Is Rudy better than Jokic? No. So who no gives way. a shit? Who? I, this is what I've been saying. I mean, like, listen. You're, right. the OG. you're not they wrong. Did, they did blow that draft. You're I'm, not am, wrong, yeah, but, did, like, but get over, just get over it. Would you please? Hey, we brought it up. <laughs> Sorry. I think I'm talking to us. We're just looking at a picture of us, and that's, that's what I'm true. yelling That's true, yeah. <laughs> I might be the only one who gets it. <laughs> I get mad that Leiden didn't work out. Uh, I thought Leiden was going to be something. I could shoot threes and block shots. Turns out he couldn't do either one. I thought Wancho could work out too, and that hasn't quite. Well, happened. he's going to be an international movie star, so it's fine. Yeah, that that is true. Dude, the closest Wancho got got back to it was with the Jazz. He had some good minutes. It's crazy. Jazz. What are we talking about? Oh, Andre, there are some uh, mock drafts that came out today. Mock drafts came out today with some folks mocked to them Denver Nuggets boys. What do you do? You have thoughts? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have thoughts. Let's hear um, them, shall we? One by one, please. So the draft cycle has been busy with this. Lottery happens. Everyone publishes a mock. Yes. Then later in the week, there was a combine and pro days. Everyone published winners, losers from combine and pro days. Sure. And now this week starts. Guess what? More mocks. In between all this, in the Nuggets world, stuff about Calvin Booth and how he might be looking for more modern wings and right. switchable forwards and uh, came out. uh, There's a disconnect, though, with that information about Calvin Booth and who the Nuggets are being mocked to, because in two of the three new mocks I found today, um, they're drafting a point guard. Ty Ty Washington in um, Bleacher Reports, latest mock draft, and uh, Kennedy Chandler in Jonathan Gavoni in ESPN's one. Tai Tai Washington, a, a bit of a bigger guard. I might be able to see it more as like, I don't know, Will like Barton six, replacement. Six, is that right? Is he like a Like a, a thick, like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, oh, oh, he's, oh, he's only, okay. But so Kennedy Chandler is like just 6'1". Mm. And I don't get it. Well, I would bet they take a big defender. So I was going to ask, like, look, you it's tough think. because we're going to have this conversation a thousand times Dude, this I summer. Tari Eason. I like that. The more I watch that guy, I like that guy. Dude, me too. Oh. But I do think the Nuggets are in a weird spot because I think nine and a half out of ten times, maybe it's ten. Like, obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. I think you take best player available. But then I was talking about this with Andre before we went on the air. If the best player available is a is a true guard and there's a true three that you really like that's still on the board. Yeah. Does Calvin Booth, does this version of the Nuggets, do they take best player available or do they just take that wing? Hmm. I'm I'm very interested to see how this current iteration of the front office operates because in years past, uh, 
it would have been the most clever move would be the one to be made. Meaning if we could trade back, get two picks for one, one guy's like interesting. We trade a pick from next year. We could end up with this guy. Somehow we had one pick. We ended up with two guys, uh, you know, whatever. Like that's been the MO. And I kind of hope that uh, the Calvin Booth led version of the Denver Nuggets at this exact moment in their history just takes the single right up the just the guy yeah. that makes the most defensive sense. Like, three if he's there takes yeah. yeah takes a defensive wing takes somebody that can provide some uh perimeter defense uh not looking for offense like we're not looking for offense right now we got offense you know like mm-hmm. the, we got coming back got too big right, that, I yeah. mean like in theory we have offense coming back um so I'm I'm hoping like yeah I like I like <laughs> Bo Champ Beauchamp. Um, mm. Wow, Beauchamp. Oh my! <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that. You, but, yeah, you didn't know he had that in him, Beauchamp. Uh, yeah, I, I, oh uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Listen, I'm I'm feeling very international these days. Yeah, no, By no, the way, no, Flo no. saying the mocks don't matter. I mean, look, this far out, you're probably right. But I'll just say this: I remember when Kevin O'Connor mocked Zeke Naji to the Nuggets, and I thought not a chance. And then we sort of followed up on that, and it. it it was we a chance. Learned, turned out there's a big chance. Actually, Eric, it happened. Oh, they that's took right. Naji, but so. it was also, but it happened in the the way that I described in a weird way that tra- trading back, getting uh, not only Zeke Naji, but then also uh, RJ Hampton, who now they then turned into Aaron. Jordan. He was also there. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of which you know has really brought the Nuggets great success and great failure depending upon the year, but. Is there any, just talking archetypes, of course, right? Sure, we don't know how this falls out. Is there any outcome where you're thoroughly disappointed with Denver? That's a great I, question. I, I don't, like, I get the best player available thing. And and look, because also just adding assets helps. Like, that cupboard went dry, you know, if they're trying to improve your trade. Time. Big time. But I do think, like, I don't know how stoked I would be if they took a true guard. Dude, I just I'd, think they've got be, enough yeah, if I'd guys are healthy. Unstoked. But, yeah. I'd be stokedless. Stoked. Yeah, and I mean Unstoked. the twenty-first pick in a draft that's pretty stacked on wings and combo forwards. Exactly what they need. It, they're not going to be drafting this high for a minute. Is my thought. Aside mm. from a lot of their future picks have already been traded away. So you know, forgetting that, you really got to capitalize. And like, if they were to take a center at twenty-one, I would be bummed. Mm. I would be. I just think you can find more. I think this is the draft where you can really capitalize on some guys. Also, some news today. Terquavian Smith. Mm. Terquavian. Out of NC State. (laughs) That's an A-plus name. True. Terquavian. Um, That's the key and peel skit. Holy smokes. (laughs) Guys like him, I like I know. He's now at the top of my board. It goes goes Terquavian and then Ty Ty. Well, I have horrible news for you. Ter, 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 Terquavian. Shouts to Notorious. Going back to school. What? Wolfpack. Arr, arr, arr. Going wow. back to um, NC. Going back that? to NC State. And uh, so he will not be available. Well, in why the would you even tell us about him? Because then if we that's can't have him. the important news. Uh, this is going to shift the mocks and the draft rankings completely. Kind of interesting, man. His rationale that I saw, he said, I just want another year of just being a, a college student. Oh, that's student athlete. I love that. I feel like we don't see a lot of that anymore. I mean, it's like honestly like very risky because then people get injured, their entire careers are ruined. But I love a guy that just wants where he just wants just wants, a kid wants to be a kid. This must be how warped I am. I took that to mean he got a pretty fat uh no, NIL. 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 You know what? You're right though. Like here I'm doing the twenty years ago college basketball thing. It's all heart and passion. <laughs> And like team pride, <laughs> the Turquavian. Yeah. And then the Carolinas, it's, so it's all about paying more money than UNC and Duke. So you know, whatever gets you to win. Yeah, Dre is definitely right. <laughs> uh, Kale, bring the would you bring the graphic up Tobacco for the, road, for the show. Baby. Uh, so just a reminder, as we're going through all of this draft discussion, we are doing, as we do every season, Draft wow. Day Live 2022, Great Thursday, stuff. June 23rd. We will have guests. We will have analysis. We will do the draft the DNVR way. We will cover each and every pick. We will give analysis, which later on will prove that uh, we maybe should not give analysis. Oh, we'll respond. On. We'll react in real time to the Denver Nuggets pick, and we will likely regret it as we've done most years. You are uh, <sighs> deeply in your bag for those graphics, by the way. Oh, thanks, bro. It's an earnest yeah, compliment really. for you. Yeah, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we're making, yeah, they're basketball card themed. Um, 
So you're a big Tariq Eason guy. I I love Tariq Eason. We've we've only gone over like, like listen. My my draft process is that I watch the guy the day that we talk about That's him. That's right. But I watch him as you watch him. I watch the size of the hips, the length of the mm. shoulders, how the mechanics look. How does this player move? Do they seem to? Which is why What's I've been their out hair on, look like? Yeah, yeah. Uh. I've been out on Dalen Terry because he Aww. look he has the heaviest feet I've ever seen in my life. Aww. He seems very you're a big uh, Dalen guy. You're a Dalen guy. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, I don't know. You Again, me. if anyone six five or taller who can seemingly play defense, sign me sign up. Me up. I'm, I'm a Nuggets fan. Hey, you, so that that you uh, have a guy? Not yet. I, maybe Tari. I think just because. I mean, apparently he's more of a power forward, small forward, dime breed. But I just yeah. like the idea of a six sure. seven, six eight guy. But You're amazing. Again, like I'm not. I'm like Eric. You know, I watch. I watch and yeah, I yeah, read, yeah. but I don't yeah, have sure. the context for their sure. full season. Uh, uh, listen, the way we've been covering those prospects when we've got the full DNVR Nuggets squad here, we'll get back to that at some point this yeah. week. Uh, the ones we've done already are now clipped and uploaded on YouTube as its own playlist. So yeah. obviously you can watch the entire show, but the, specifically the prospect conversations are up. We'll be threading those on social. Uh, keep your fingers crossed for a Josh Kroenke presser show coming this week. A couple of guests from the Nuggets universe that you know well the should MCU. be joining us. And we'll have some fun while the boss is away. Thank you, Andre. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, chat. Appreciate you all. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Let's freaking go.